Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the College Cookery Podcast. So today, we're once again not focusing on a recipe, and instead, we're going to go just through some of the basics of the spice cabinet that I have. Now, having a bunch of some spices that you really enjoy is really important for any recipe, because the ingredients themselves do taste good, but if you really want to make your uh, food taste amazing... Knowing how to use spices is incredibly important. Now, I'm just going to go through some of the spices I have, and they're by no means a complete list of the spices you're going to use, nor am I going to give a bunch of uses for a lot of spices, because part of it is I don't know how to use a lot of the spices. But that's something that you can do with a little bit of research and, like, I'm, I'll say that throughout the episode. But just making sure you know a couple spices to use for a dish is going to take your cooking from normal to just really amazing because the ingredients themselves are good, but having those spices really brings out different flavors and parts of the dishes that are uh, you won't can't even imagine until you start using spices. So today we're just going to go through some of the spices that I have, some of their uses, and just make getting ourselves familiar with some spices you're going to use. So with that stated, let's go ahead and get into the spice cabinet. So everyone's going to have different spices that they think they need, and This is just a list of some of the spices I have, and it's by no means a comprehensive list of what they're used for or what to have. It's really personal preference. But if there's three spices you're going to want in your pantry, no matter what, you're going to want salt, pepper, and then garlic salt. Salt and pepper are used because they're really simple, they're really cheap, and they really bring out a lot of flavors. Salt goes great with almost anything. Pepper goes really well, especially with vegetables, soups, anything. Salt and pepper are incredibly important spices to have, even though they're extremely simple. And then garlic salt or garlic salt and garlic powder, both of those add a garlic taste. And if you've cooked at all, you know that garlic... No matter what the dish is, you can almost always make it better with a little bit of garlic. So if you only have a couple spices that you buy, you're going to want salt and pepper and then either garlic salt or garlic powder, both of which are good to have depending on how much salt you add to the dish. Next, we move on to sort of the more specific spices and there's spice blends too. And the first one I have is just some chili powder. Now, this is a blend of spices with it. The ingredients are chili pepper, spices, salt, and garlic powder, all that stuff. It's not a single spice, but it's good if you're going to obviously make chili or if you want to flavor up something, if we smell it, it has a really warm scent almost is I think the best way to describe it. It's really good to add a little bit of heat And if not a little bit of heat, just a little bit of warmth to a dish, especially meat dishes, which is why it goes really good in chili, hence the chili powder. Now next we have basil leaves. 
Now this is, um, if you smell it, it's a lot earthier and it's a lot richer. And I think, I don't remember what spices go well with everything, but I think basil goes really well with stuff like chicken. And the most important thing to do is to definitely experiment with these. Because once you learn what spices go good with everything and what spices taste like, you can really easily start to make your dishes taste a lot better and be a lot more personal. Now, next up, and remember, these spices right here are in no particular order. The next one I have is minced onions. And I don't use these often, but they are very good to have. And if you look at the bottle, it's just simply pieces of onions that have been dry. I don't know if they're freeze-dried or just dehydrated. But if you smell them, they have a nice mild onion smell. Not a full onion smell. They almost, they almost smell like Funyuns. But they're going to give a nice little onion taste, especially if you reconstitute them. And what I use these for a lot is I some have a meatloaf recipe that I use that I calls for those for some minced onions just to get a little bit of taste. But I also like to put this in store-bought pasta sauces. That just adds a little bit of onion flavor and gets a nice taste to it. But like I said, with all these spices, it's mostly just figuring out what you like with them. Now, the next spice we have is another spice blend, and this is Italian seasoning. And this has a collection of mostly green spices like oregano, thyme, stuff like that. And if we smell it, this one. This is also a little bit of an earthy smell, but it smells a little bit brighter than the basil. And it's going to smell earthy again because it is a collection of green spices, but it has some more of those ones that are a little bit lighter than basil. And this is a good spice mix. I've used it before for chicken alfredo, and it adds a little bit of spice there. And I also sometimes put this in pasta sauce to just get a little bit more spice but this goes really good on chicken this goes well with pasta and you can also put this on chicken that you're baking in the oven and that goes really well together also so the last one i have in this little section is cayenne now if you don't like super spicy stuff this is not going to be for you because if you can if you smell it it doesn't, you can feel, it's not as sharp as something like uh, chili powder, but you can, it has that dull, it's hard to describe, but you can tell it's a little bit spicy. And if you put this on, like I put this on chicken a lot, it does bring a little bit of heat to your dish. So if you're not into spice, this is not, maybe not the first choice you're going to make. But if you are someone that likes really, really spicy stuff, you also might not use this as much because it does have some spice to it, but it's low compared to something like hot sauce. Then another one that I have is seasoned salt. Now, this, you don't want to use regular salt and seasoned salt because it's seasoned salt is the majority salt. But it has a really nice flavor smell to it 
It also tastes really good, especially if you put it on... If you're making hamburgers, seasoned salt is really good. But seasoned salt also goes really well on fries. It has a little bit of spices mixed in with it. Uh, if you look on the ingredients, it has stuff like paprika, onion, garlic, and stuff. And this, this is another really good one to have. But it goes really well on dishes like fries and potatoes and stuff like that. So another really good thing to have. And then, so we're going on to sort of another section, I guess. This one is sort of like the dessert spices. They're ones that you can use for a lot of things, but they're typically found in desserts. And the first one that I have right here, the one that I use a lot, is cinnamon. So if you sm smell cinnamon, it's, it's not sweet smelling, but it has a very distinct smell. And if you... One thing I use this in a lot is you can put it in coffee and stuff. I personally don't drink coffee. But what I use it for a lot is ginger cookies, which we actually have that recipe in our podcast if you haven't looked at it. But it's not very sweet in and of itself. But if you mix it with sugar, it's very good both in the cookies. And then if you put mix cinnamon and sugar together, I think... It's about a teaspoon with a quarter of a cup of sugar, something along those lines. But mixing that up and you can put it on toast with butter. And it's a very simple cinnamon toast recipe. But ground cinnamon can go with a lot of things, especially desserts. So the next one that I have in this dessert spice is, is ginger. And this one, if you smell it, I think... It's a lot, it's almost sharper than the cinnamon. And I don't, the only thing I really use it for is that, uh, those ginger cookies. But this is one that you'll find in a lot of savory dishes, especially like Eastern dishes will have, usually you use something like ginger root as opposed to ground and dried ginger. But those kind of ginger is one of those that goes well with desserts like those ginger cookies, but also can be used in a lot more savory dishes. And I don't know what dishes they're used for, but if you have a cookbook that has a bunch of stuff from east, the eastern part of the world, you'll usually find stuff, maybe not with ground ginger, but ginger root is very popular there. The next one I have is nutmeg and this is another one I don't use often but it ha this has a much sharper smell than the cinnamon also but it's I think you can use it in eggnog and if you look on your spice bottles like I'm doing sometimes they'll have ideas on what how to use it and this one you can use it for eggnog and stuff like that so this is one you'll definitely you'll encounter a lot more towards Christmas because you'll find this especially in eggnogs and just other recipes that go with that. But like I've said before, this is not a comprehensive list. And a lot of these spices I might not use. But the good thing about cooking, especially with spices like this, is if you just do a quick search on the internet, you can find a lot of uses for all of these spices. Now, cloves is our next one here. And it's is another one that I don't use that often, but if you smell it, it has, it's a stronger smell than cinnamon, 
but it's a more dull smell than stuff like the ginger and the nutmeg. But this is one, I don't know what this is used for, but I believe this is more used a lot in dessert spices. But if you smell it, it does, like I said, have a really nice smell. But go ahead and I'm sure you might not use it as much. I don't use it that much, like I said. But it does have a lot of uses. And I think that is also used in a bunch of desserts. Maybe to like bring out some of the flavors. So this last section of the spices are ones that I don't use that often. So I don't know exactly how they're used. But you might use them a lot. But these are spices that you might end up having. But you're less likely to use. One of them that you're likely to use a lot is thyme. And this is another green spice, and if you smell it, it's, it has a much brighter scent than something like basil. And I believe this also goes really good with stuff like chicken. But thyme is one of those uh, spices that you're going to use probably a lot, especially if you're making a lot of uh, chicken or poultry. But that's one that is used a lot. And the next one that you might use more often than not is cilantro. If you smell that one, if it smells, it smells a lot less earthy than something like the thyme or the basil, but it's a lot sharper. And on the back here, like I said, looking at the back is a great way to see suggestions. And this is something apparently that goes really good with uh, Mexican cuisine. On the back here it says fillings for tacos, fajitas, and then stuff like chili soups and sauces. And if you let's if we smell it again, it's definitely one of those bright things that you can see would go well with a little bit of spice like a cayenne or some other kind of pepper because this would these would really help complement each other. But that's one of the uses for cilantro. Then one that I use very rarely, I use it for a spice blend of a recipe I like, is mace. And that one, that's another, it smells very similar, I think, to the nutmeg. It's sharper than cinnamon, but it's not extremely sharp. But this is one, a lot of these I only use for very specific recipes. Like I said, that one's for a spice brand that I have. Same thing for cardamom. Cardamom has a very dull smell. And like with the ground mace, I don't know exactly what they're used for. So I don't use them very often. But it's something that you can very easily look up. And it's... One of those that maybe you have a recipe that you really like that uses one of those. And if so, that's great. It's just not something I use. Then we have ground cloves. And I've ground these up because I could only buy whole cloves. They're a little bit sharper than the ground mace. But I believe they have, they have more of a sweeter smell. And this is another one of those ingredients I use a lot for a spice mix that I have from a cookbook that I use in a bread that I really like. And I might try that sometime. But cloves are, once again, I think they're 
they're closer to a dessert spice, something that goes well with sweet tones as opposed to savory. And then the last one that I have are Herbe de Provence. And this is another spice blend. It has basil, fennel, parsley, and other uh, spices like that. It's mostly green. There are some seeds in there that might be the fennel seeds, but they're purple. But this is mostly another green spice that's more savory. And it's it has a smell similar to... You can tell that it has, like, the, I believe, thyme in there. But the basil and the parsley and everything like that, you can definitely tell it's more along the line for savory. And what I use this for is a chicken and dumplings recipe that I found. And it really just adds a little bit of that earthy texture to the vegetables and chicken inside. So I, there are other uses for it, but this, especially for me, goes really well with chicken. Now, like I said, this is not a comprehensive list of spices. These are just the ones that I had on hand. And thereby no, the uses I listed for them are by no means the entire list of things you can use these spices for. Any, every person will have their preferred list of spices. And each recipe calls for something different. But I hope this gives you at least a little bit of a background to the different spices. So that you can go out and experiment on your own, look them up, and maybe find a recipe with a spice you didn't have that might become your new favorite. But with that said, thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Happy cooking! Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the College Cookery Podcast. This is our second episode in this new format I'm trying out. So thank you for the patience as we try to figure this out. If you have suggestions for further episodes or want to influence other ways this podcast continues, you can follow us on Instagram at college underscore cookery. And we'll have things there to help you let you suggest more topics like this or further recipes as well as get updates about upcoming episodes and other things that are happening with the channel. And so you can follow us on Instagram at college underscore cookery. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a follow us or leave a review because, and help us. that helps us to grow and get more people interested. And if you enjoyed this and have a friend who likes cooking or is wanting to get into cooking, share this with them because audience participation and audience sharing is how a podcast like this grows. Uh, This podcast was made using the Anchor app, so if you have an idea for a podcast that you want to try, go ahead and check them out. But I think that's all for this week, so thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Happy cooking!